Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Well, folks, welcome to a special edition of The Daily Beast, The New Abnormal. Molly and I are recording this on the evening of the Great Insurrection, the evening of the first attack on the U.S. Capitol since 1814, during the War of 1812, when the British uh, invaded Washington and burned our Capitol. And, and didn't they um, burn the White House? Yes, that too. These people were much less well-dressed, but but just as intent on causing chaos, havoc, and fuckery. Everyone's been going to have been talking about this all day. There will be a million stories written about it. I just want to lead off the show tonight with a couple of quick observations that this is all Donald Trump's fault. It's also all Donald Trump's fault. And also <laughs> fucking Donald Trump. It's all your fucking fault. This man went out on the mall today and incited a group of protesters and rioters and insurrectionists who stormed the United States Capitol. They took over the U.S. Capitol building today. They vandalized it. They threatened people. They threatened their lives of people. They they took selfies. They ended up having one of their one of their own shot under uh, circumstances we don't know the whole story yet. Right. They they took selfies with the Capitol Police, which is a, a new law enforcement tactic I'm not aware of. But folks, I I I don't mean to sound flippant about this. This was an unbelievably serious moment in our society, in our nation's history. It is not over. And this is one more example why this president not only should never have held office, but should literally be removed from office today. Do you think it's going to happen? No, no. Do you know why? Why? Because the total testicular diameter, sorry, ladies, of the entire <laughs> Trump uh, cabinet, all of, you know, of, of whom you would have to get the majority of the Trump cabinet, their entire testicular heft and diameter is roughly the size of a BB. These people are gutless, spineless, chicken shit, horrifying, bootlick, traitor scum. And they could not bring themselves, even if Donald Trump had his finger on the trigger and was saying, I'm going to nuke Peoria. You'd have Trump <laughs> drastically, well, can I get my family out in time? Or whoever the fuck was my <laughs> um, But these people, these people will not pursue the 25th Amendment. Everyone's just fooling themselves if they think it's going to happen. Pence is not going to do jack shit. You know, he's right. trying to skate up the middle right now. I will say that the insurrection is all Donald Trump's fault. Right. This attempted seizure of our seat of legislative governance is Donald Trump's fault. Yes. But there were people who physically opened the gates, the Capitol Police, a matter we will discuss at some length, I'm sure, uh, at a later time, but who metaphorically opened those gates. And those are people like Ted Cruz and Marsha Black and Josh Hawley and John and John Kennedy of Louisiana and Ron Johnson of Mich of Wisconsin and on and on and on. A hundred and forty yes. members of the fucking House of Representatives. Jim Ted Jordan. Cruz. <clears throat> Ted Cruz. Yeah. I mentioned Fat Wolverine earlier in my rant there. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but and I also think that that we really saw today a lot of you know, the morning started with Josh Hawley 
you know, offering a clenched fist right. to the protesters. Yeah. And, and let me say, let me say something about Josh Hawley. I already held Josh Hawley in a kind of vaguely amused contempt before this, because I looked at Josh Hawley as one more of these guys who's a, a creature of his consultants, who's been told you have to be cool and young, and you also have to be stern and constitutional. You have to be edgy and funny. You have to all that shit right out the window. This guy is one of these little pissant Leninist revolutionary types. He is well-educated and well-groomed and well-dressed. is he really a Leninist, or is he really just whatever he thinks will get him to be president in 2024? What do you think Lenin was? Right. He was a a guy who had the pure acquisition of power and the execution of control. Marxism-Leninism was just decoration to, to maintain control. So this is a guy who comes from that branch of the shitty fucking tree of governance. And he, as the leader of this fight, until Ted Cruz tried to bogart it from him, he was one of the people, beloved of the Magi, who was inspiring this. And it is only, by the way, by the grace of God, that a smart Senate aide, when they had to clear the chamber in a matter of seconds today, grabbed the paperwork for all the Electoral College certifications. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because they wanted to burn it, right? Yeah. These people would have, these people would have, look. But don't you think the greatest irony here is the Electoral College is the only thing that gets Republicans in office? And yet they're coming <laughs> out against it, right? I mean, we'll go to a popular vote. Let's go, bitch. I mean. <laughs> I have, I have, I mean, we've had this conversation before. It is non-trivial to try to get rid of the Electoral College. It is a constitutional situation that you have to overcome. I will say this, however. When Texas goes blue, all those Republicans are going to be like, well, the Electoral College is obviously a holdover from a bygone era. We need to reassess how we do it and double count people with a Fox online subscription. (laughs) 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 They'll figure something out. But look, we are right now in a we are right now in in a point where mob violence has come to our capital. Right. And And it's also the first time we haven't had a peaceful transfer of power. Right. Correct. You know, there's a a story that when George III was asked about George Washington after he had been reelected as president, George III said, you know, what will Washington do at the end of his second term? He he will obviously do it again, right? And they said, no, he has told everyone he has no plans, no intention of retaining power. He is going to, you know, go back to Mount Vernon. And King George III said, well, you know, this is obviously he would be the greatest man in all history. And because no one ever gives up power voluntarily. And it, that was for 240 plus years, the magic of the American system where we had a peaceful transition of power, where no matter what your ideological differences were, you shook hands, you passed on the knowledge you had gained to your, to your, to your successor and out the door. We've, and again, you know, look, George W. Bush, right. He and came Barack out today. Obama, you know, we, 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 you know, he did, he did come out. It was a very strong statement, by the way, considering that his philosophy as a former president, which is also, you know, was, was also the sort of traditional philosophy of former presidents was to stay the hell out of politics. Yeah. That was a pretty strong statement. He used the word insurrection. Yeah. What did you think of that? Were you involved in that? He used the word insurrection, which I thought was striking. <laughs> You'll notice that Rick language. Wilson did not answer that question. Continue. Yeah. Uh, striking it's, and powerful. I have nothing for you on that. A striking I enjoy and powerful when language. famous people refuse to answer a question, pretending they didn't hear it. Continue. Uh, well, I'm not famous, so there's that. Yeah, well, uh, anyway, but but look, his his decision to do that was telling. The fact that you have such notable 
you know, people as Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley and Jim Jordan and Paul Gosar and Kevin McCarthy and Devin Nunez on one side of the equation and every other fucking human being who's smart on the, on the other. The, my favorite thing today, and I really hope I someday see some video of it, was apparently when the, when the, the, the chamber had to be cleared and the rioters had arrived, Mitt Romney apparently looked across the chamber and yelled at Ted Cruz, this is what you got. <laughs> <gasps> wow. Oh my God, really? Yeah, I heard that today. I heard that today, and I'm like, oh. please God, let there be video. Oh, please I would <laughs> love, I really want to see Mitt Romney, like, you know, fight Ted Cruz. Oh. Well, let me tell you, oh. Romney maybe. Romney, Romney maybe. Oh, I don't know if we want to see that with how much weight he's put on. No, no I no, know. No. Well, I feel like Mitt could Romney's really. Got reach and speed. Romney's got reach and speed, and, and he's, got, he's got lung capacity. Yeah. Ted Cruz would be, would be, would be panting in yeah. about 30 seconds. And Romney would just like both of them. No, my money's on Mitt. Oh, my money's on Mitt for sure. By the way, that's twenty he, years older than Ted, but he still got it. He still got. He still got him. You saw that Mitt was harassed on a commercial flight last night too. Welcome to MAGA world, right? In which Matt Greenfield and I had a long conversation about why Mitt Romney is flying commercial. <laughs> But well, let's not forget that he was flying commercial when he got in that fight with the guy from LMFAO that one time. That's right. <laughs> Poor Mitt. Mitt needs to be like going in cars, with, but don't put the dog on the roof rack. Anyway, continue. <laughs> Sorry. So, yes, it was. But it was also democracy crushing. This was an attempt. It was a coup. By the president and his allies to subvert a, 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 a legitimate election. So it's like we we shouldn't even debate about what it is. It's not. It's, it is not a debatable matter. This is a president who actively encouraged, positively encouraged, the storming of the United States Capitol by armed insurrectionists. I noticed today they were putting up a cross on the south or the west west face of the Capitol today. They erected an enormous cross, which is you know their First Amendment right to do so. Right. Uh, look, th- this is a this is a country. That is being stress tested. Right. This is a country that is being that is being pushed as hard as we can, as hard as it can be. That is being uh, being dragged to an edge that is difficult to return from. That is being that is putting us into political and moral peril in ways that hasn't sunk in for most folks yet. Will they certify tonight? Yeah, they're going to they're going to certify tonight. Is what I have been told. I don't know for certain if that's going to be logistically possible because everybody's going to want to take their dick out and uh and swing it around about a speech about what happened today right and uh, you know they're gonna they're gonna want to all have their say and i declare this is horrifying and then they're gonna then we'll have the other people who come out and say like langford just did a few minutes ago well you Fraud is very serious, and my constituents deserve answers. <laughs> but, but since you tried to come in here and kill us today, I'll go ahead and let you have a pass. People were hiding in their offices. Yeah, people were locked into their into their offices and their hidey holes. I spoke to a Senate staffer today who was in their boss's hideaway room. I, I said, "So I don't think I've ever been in that particular hideaway." And this person said to me, "Well." It's like down a corridor, around a corner, like behind some file cabinet. It's practically like a secret room. I'm like, well, you guys should stay there. You got snacks? <laughs> were they scared? Yeah, they were scared. They were scared. Because, look, there were thousands of these people out there. They right. were. It was a coordinated effort. It was a planned effort. There were maps that people had to find Pelosi's office, for instance. Right. 
Well, they um, clearly Pelosi was the target. I don't think so. I think the Senate was actually the target. I think I think the Senate was the target. I think the idea that you ended up with with these these people in you know sitting in the in the speaker's private office in her chair stealing her mail for fuck's sake come on yeah grow up. well he left a quarter um and people in the uh, you know people in the in the capitol and sitting in the you know at the, at the dais with their feet on the table practically you know i'm not being some like delicate nervous nancy like oh that's such impropriety oh it's horrible no it's, it's that motherfuckers it's the- with confederate flags and pipe bombs right. are in our capitals well and there were two pipe bombs right there were two found so far, but I, I, I think we have to talk about something else, though, Molly. Something very important. Yes. I want to talk about the guy wearing the giant Viking helmet. Can we talk about him for a moment? <laughs> the, I, the Q shaman? Yes. Folks, now, if you, you haven't I, seen this, there's there was a guy today well, with Can his, we put the photo in our show I notes, which no one can ever that. find? Which may not exist. I'm going to confess something to the, I'm gonna confess something to, the, to the new abnormal audience. I have never found the show notes. <laughs> I don't think they're— Okay, I can clear this up. When the Daily Beast tweets out an article, that is the show notes, and that's where we put things. <laughs> okay. Ah! I didn't think anyone even knew. I didn't think there were show notes. So that guy, I would just like to describe him for a minute. He does. He's not wearing a shirt. He's covered in tattoos. Indeed. He has a sort of beaver-tailed cap on, but with beaver tails on both sides. He was carrying a bullhorn and wearing a pair of pants, but not really wearing them. Yeah, I think he was more pant adjacent. (laughs) (laughs) I read today that allegedly he's known as the Q Shaman, not just for his dress, but also for the fact that he likes to hand out the psychedelic drugs at the QAnon things, which explains a lot. Uh, I think that says a lot. (laughs) I think that says an awful lot. The other thing I really to talk about with this whole thing today is the organizers of the Stop the Steal rally. I'm just curious why Ali Alexander, formerly known as Ali Akbar, mm, who is he? Well, he's a guy who was a he, he's got a he's got a criminal record down in Texas for like check fraud and and credit card fraud. It sounds very crummy. He's reinvented himself several times. First as Mr. Constitutional Tea Party Republican, and then as of course, then as hardcore Trumper, and then and now as Roger Stone wingman person of you know <laughs> oh, person of wing to Roger Stone yeah. because you know. There's nothing that says I'm looking to to up my status in society, like being a a, a, a I can't I say I can't say in the air, can mm-hmm. I? If you're worried about it, then that's a sign. <laughs> yeah. Right, I'm worried about it. To to being one of Roger Stone's backwaxers. Yeah, backwaxers. That's <laughs> and, and, and is that technically a Nixon tattoo polisher? I, I believe he may oh, be. Oh, you're both the worst. I think he may have shaved the Nixon tattoo periodically. <laughs> <laughs> I should not have brought that up. Earlier tonight, I tweeted out that Steve Bannon was in his pudding tub tweaking his nipples in a state of arousal over the coup. So what we didn't get to discuss on Monday's episode was that letter signed by all the Secretary of Defense's warning Trump to not use the military. Including those notable, including those notable far-left extremists Dick Cheney and Jim Mattis. Yeah. So do we think this is the last gasp of this, or is there still another ramp to go up on the roller coaster before he leaves office in two weeks? Oh, I think I think we've still got a bunch more ups on the roller coaster to go. Oh, is it I, another two weeks, exactly? I, yes, it is another two weeks, exactly. Look, I think he's going to do everything he can in the next two weeks 
to continue this bullshit. I think he is going to to try over and over again to to reset the clock, to buy another day. And there's one thing you can't buy. You can't buy another day. Yeah, there's no more time right, left. Right. This is true. You know, Mike Pence tonight went out on the uh, uh, went out on the on the podium and said, "You did not win." Rah, 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 rah. Right. And all I could think of was, man, Trump's tweet is going to be vicious. And then I realized that for the next twelve hours, Jack from Twitter has stuffed a ball gag in Trump's yeah. mouth. And he's not going <laughs> to say a goddamn word on Twitter. <laughs> I think Mike Pence should go like buck wild on Twitter, except that Mike is actually <laughs> incapable him. of tweeting. I think. I think he has I don't, think, Twitter. I don't um, think he's allowed to tweet without mother's permission. She has to be. In yeah, room. probably not. You know, he is the, of course the leader of a secondary radical group called the Prude Boys. Approved boys. On that note, we'll wrap up this episode of The New Abnormal from The Daily Beast. In future episodes, we'll be talking with smart folks from The Daily Beast and beyond from media, culture, politics, and science who will help us understand what's happening to our country and the world. We hope you'll subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app and share the show on social media. We're just getting started and don't want you to miss an episode. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, I'm Molly Jongfast and he's the Rick Wilson. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you again on the next episode. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.